March 24th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long checks in from the capital city of Columbus. Dwayne, looks like we might get some sun today. It's looking good out there, Dan. I mean, I, I you know, it looks like we're going to get an early spring. We're, we're uh, not dropping. We never had it. We didn't have a cold winter. We had a wet winter. But uh looks like we're we're breaking into spring. I'm I'm definitely excited. Wish there were spring football, but some good weather would certainly be a nice respite from all the other crap we've had to deal with. We're not gonna spend too much time talking about that today. In fact we just finished. Besides NFL free agency, it has been Ohio State dominating the player addition market. The recruiting of high school prospects or the addition of players from other programs. The one in focus today will be Trey Sermon, running back out of Oklahoma, announced his intention to transfer to Ohio State. This adds to an interesting group of running backs. Master Teague has a hurt Achilles. Marcus Crowley has a knee injury, suffered the same day last as Trey Sermon. Then you've got Steel Chambers and possible additions from a rookie, Mayan Williams. What are your thoughts on the addition of Trey Sermon as a player? Oh, I I was I've watched film film of him. He's impressive. I'm you know, he was leaving Oklahoma because he wanted to carry the ball more, he wanted to be the primary uh ball carrier, the starter. Uh I think he can get that here. I don't think anybody has established themselves. I still believe that uh that uh you know, we still got a good running back room but I got to tell you, when when Teague disappeared on us at the end of last year in a Clemson game when we really needed him, that that put a big question mark in my mind because he was running very well uh, throughout the year. Uh, but this is a this is a really nice get, and if it was just overall talent, just looking at him as as talent, I would I would say uh, Thurman is is the better better runner. Uh, he's also going to bring a ton of experience. This guy's played uh, a lot. He's played in big games, and uh, I, if he's a starter, not going to surprise me at all, and I think we'll do well with him. The real question with the whole group now is, among Sermon, Teague, and Crowley, who's the healthiest? I could really see next year being a rotation, and I'm telling you right now, as I look at it, I would not be surprised if Steel Chambers is the main back or a 50-50 thing where it's 50% steel chambers and 50% everybody else. I'm just not convinced everyone's going to be healthy enough. Sermon's been hurt before, too. There's a reason we're talking about a guy who was in that Baker Mayfield team, which feels like five or six years ago. The thing he brings to the offense that will be exceptional, though, he's a really good blocker and he's an unbelievable receiver out of the backfield. Are your hopes as high for steel chambers as mine, or do you think I'm full of it? No, I, I think that what you're saying the reasons behind it is is the key. You got some. You going to have three backs in here that uh, that are coming off major injuries. You, do you want them taking that kind of a beating? You know uh, that that soon after. I, I I just don't think you're going to do it. I think going with the healthiest guy you got 
as as uh, the primary, I could see that happening very easily. You know, just on on uh, a very practical matter. You know, this guy here is the one that uh, uh, his body's more ready than the other guys. You know, we're talking about knees and Achilles. So let's uh, let's uh, think about that. It's just in the practical sense, you could f- absolutely see um, Coach Day doing that. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk scrutiny. All right, running back recruiting has been nothing short of spectacular. We know they added Evan Pryor, the best running back in North Carolina and arguably the East Coast. If there was an argument, the other back on the East Coast that could be better is Travion Henderson out of Hopewell in Virginia. There's been a lot of chatter that he's going to end up at Ohio State, and we are hoping that is the truth. We've asked you to go back now. Let us know what you exactly think we'll be getting in Travion Henderson. Does he remind you of somebody? What are your hopes for the guy? I I think that, you know, when I've looked at this back class, uh, it's deeper than last year, plus it's got uh, several bell cow guys that, you know, you can turn around, give it to them 20 times a game, and they're going to be just fine uh, at the end of the season. They'll still be running just as strong. And Henderson's one of them. I look at uh, he and uh, Kamar Wheaton are the two backs that I've seen on film that I say, okay, that's that's a whole different level right there. All the chatter is that this guy could be a Buckeye. Uh, I know the crystal balls are rolling in for him to be a Buckeye. So um, uh, he's just a really special talent. He's a true five-star. And, I, I, I mean, that you've got to get excited about that. You already got uh, Evan Pryor, who would he's a fine back in his own right, uh, probably top five back himself. Uh, and then you could bring in Henderson. That is a that's a running back room. That's a running back class. Uh, you you get everything with with Henderson. He can run between the tackles. Uh, he can get it wide and, and outrun the defense. Just there are so many times you can look at uh, if you watch him on film. You know I'm thinking he's going to cut back and try to get back up to speed quicker than the guy in front of him. No, he just keeps running and runs by him. There are a number of uh, plays like that. Very instinctive kid, has good vision. He's got it all. He's got the complete package. Didn't see him catching the ball that much, but, you know, I'm I'm not worried about that. I mean, we, I'd love to see us throw to the backs more. We just don't. We throw to the backs uh, about as much as we throw to the tight end. It, it be, It's not as important with a running back here to, to be an outstanding receiver. Evan Pryor is. He's really outstanding catching football. Henderson is a massive get, especially under the circumstances. Ryan Day has just walked in and become Godzilla recruiting. This class could be the the class that we measure all future classes by. It's a monster, and it's getting better. We're not talking about guys, you know, we're we're in the running for. We're talking about guys that we lead for. It's a who's who. It's it's a bunch of top 100 kids, a bunch of top 50 kids. Ryan Day has just walked in the room and just started throwing elbows and chasing people out. Uh, this is mine. I'm going to do what I want to do. And he's been highly effective. Henderson would be the 15th commit in the class. You referenced it. If you had to talk about the dudes you'd like them to still go after, give us some more 2021 names. Uh, just looking at five kids. Uh, and, you know, considering what we've got, you know, we're probably going to look at a class of 2022 20, maybe. 
there are there what's out there and again i'm talking about guys that that uh you know we lead for and you know you look at who's out there uh number one is amika egbuka what a tremendous athlete just incredible i've been talking about him as being a possible corner and he could get on the field quicker at corner but then I started looking at his film again, and he is just so dynamic as a receiver. He is a playmaker. He's He could do it all. Just absolutely outstanding. So he would be number one, and I like where we are with him. Uh, it's just sounding like we're going to be the team to beat for him. They've got a, you know, he's from Washington. They've got a new head coach. We're already establishing a re- relationship with this kid. He knows what Ryan Day's about. He's never seen this coach at Washington. Uh, who knows? Maybe he just wants to go away for, for school. Some kids do. They aren't really interested in staying in state. They want to go away. But uh, he would be number one on the list. Uh, and I would look at uh, another guy there in Washington. That's just crazy that Washington has two of the top five players in the nation. My my next guy is uh, JT Tumalau. I, I was recently watching his film and just how impressive he was at a tight end. And he's about 270, 275 pounds now. You look at that and, you know, they're throwing him the ball and you think, wow, he's going to be a load to bring down. Well, first got to catch him. Uh, he's just a tremendous athlete. Uh, he dominates football game just dominates and again he's a kid that we're looking at as a possible uh, uh buckeye lean at this point if he had to make a decision today i bet it would be the buckeyes so uh you know you you got to be happy about that that's just a monster we need to get tackles in here again we had a pretty good string we had really good depth but they're they're starting to move on it's uh uh you know Kids, they eventually graduate. So uh, getting him would be tremendous to go with Mike Hall. Wow, would that be a great combination. Uh, number three is is uh, uh, Latham. Uh, he is just an elite offensive tackle prospect. I mean, I still think that I would at least throw him over on defense for a couple of practices because when you look at his film, he's a dominant defensive lineman. And, you know, if, if there's just this old belief that if a big is athletic enough to play defense, you play him on defense. So uh, you, you just want to get him. And, and uh, you know, there are some that uh, say he may stay in the South. Now, I don't think so. I think he's coming back here. I, th- I think we get him. Uh, those guys would be uh, the top three that, that just would put a – uh, cap on this class that is just you just shake your head and say this is nothing but an all-star team that uh, Ryan Day's put together here. Uh, my my number four guy is uh, Tumisi Adelaide, the kid from uh, from Texas. Uh, you, you just got to love his game. He's a long kid, even though he's not a tall kid. Uh, he's going to be a strong side end. He could grow into a three technique tackle, and that's just fine. But uh, another kid that just physically dominates. He pushes people around. He's athletic enough to turn the corner and uh, and beat a tackle, uh, get to the quarterback, get in the backfield. 
And again, this is a kid. Uh, it's not. It's not crazy. It's not being a homer to say we lead for. So uh, that that would be another kid that that I'd like to see in this class, and that we got a real good shot at getting. And my number five is is Derek Davis, the safety from uh, Pennsylvania. My goodness, what a tremendous uh, tremendous athlete he is! He's got great size. He runs great. He's physical. He does it all. Uh, I know that uh, the 247 rankings have him the number two safety in the country. I haven't watched the number one guy, but he uh, <laughs> he must be something special if he's if he's better than Derek Davis. Those those would be my top guys right there. Especially you know when you consider him leaving Henderson off because I really think that's uh, that's going to pop for us soon. Derek Davis to me is what I call a big brother athlete in that it looks like someone invited their big brother to come play with everybody else at the game. Overall, super impressive athlete and a super impressive performance by you, Dwayne. We also would like to thank Ryan Day. Have a good one, Bucknutters. <laughs>